0: Hi all, welcome to the second bonus episode in the Leading Safely podcast. Today I'm speaking with Tony McConachie, a highly passionate future state focused health and safety professional with extensive experience in change management, including a specialisation in design and implementation of contemporary safety cultural change initiatives. Tony is also a skilled project manager and strongly values taking a collaborative approach to enhance employee experiences to achieve shared operational objectives. Tony is currently a rail safety professional. Hi Tony thanks again for taking time out of your busy schedule to meet with me and chat about the new view of safety. It seems to be a very current and somewhat controversial topic right now so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on things. As you know I will be asking all of my special guests three general questions because I'm a curious cat and I just really want to know the answers. So let's get into it. The first question is, what do you think makes an effective leader when it comes to health and safety?
1: I think the first things first, you, you have to create time, effort and energy into the people who work at the sharp end for you day in and day out. They are the people that you need to kind of learn from. So the first thing's first is you take your time to get out to site and engage with the people that are doing the work for you. Next thing is about actually some bravery, about changing the way that we approach safety work. So what I'm talking about there is I'm looking for a leader to be sort of, I guess, critically thinking about The amount of prescriptive audits that we do, the amount of over investigating with administrative actions attached to them, the excessive paperwork attached to risk assessments. I'm wanting a safety leader or an operational leader to sort of critically look at these things and challenge the safety profession to look at different ways of doing things. The next thing I'd love for them to do is to rip up the excessive amounts of reporting that leadership asks for. So I really want a leader to go, don't want that, don't want that, don't want that. Let's just use these automated Power BI reports that we've already got. So I want them to strip out the admin of reporting and say, I do not want any of that. I want them to embrace the hop principles, some of the new view thinking that I'll touch on in a moment. Uh, I want them to build trust and psychological safety for their people. So I want them to put away the disciplinary letters and I want them to learn about the messiness of work to engage with their people. I want them to be a good human being, just, you know, spend time with their people, engage them in every facet of change and co-create the space together to improve and get better. And most of all, I want them to make safety fun because it's very, very boring at times. So I really want them to create a fun space for people to have a good day and like hanging around each other.
0: Thanks for that answer, Tony. Second question is, what words of wisdom would you give to someone who's dealing with people that don't want to change when it comes to health and safety?
1: I really like the GROW model. It's a cracker of a model. Um, GROW being goal, Reality options, and then a way forward. I really like structuring a coaching type conversation with someone who's potentially being a blocker or not moving along. Um, I like the structure that it gives you, so you can be clear on a on a topic or a problem or the opportunity that's getting in between the two of you. So you can kind of centre the conversation around that, and it doesn't deviate away. Um, what I think a lot of people miss when there's conflict is that empathy so that are part of the grow model being about their reality so putting yourself in the other person's shoes finding out their story what they think is I guess the truth of that topic or how they think it might best work so really kind of engaging them in their in their sort of I guess level of thinking And then it's about the options. So you need a strategy or a co-created plan of several different ways of kind of tackling this. And then you can find some common ground and your way forward. From there, it's about accountability. So uh, I like to hold people to account and give feedback about how well we're holding to that goal. So it's kind of a feedback loop about progression and um, um, you can kind of work together as you move forward.
0: Of course, another great answer. Finally, if you could invent something to solve a health and safety issue in the workplace where expenditure, opinions, etc., didn't matter, what would it be and why?
1: Okay, if I could invent something. So, this is an, an interesting one. I've got a couple of things, but the, fir- the first one is I'm working in the rail industry at the moment. So, if I had kind of endless money, I would look immediately at kind of our level crossings situations across the country and um, there's not a lot of sort of technology or, or, or sort of barriers in place to kind of protect um, the public and also our, our own people when they're you know, crossing through those spaces. So if I had a heap of cash, I would just have, have installation of barriers and innovative technology at every single level, level crossing across the whole country to ensure that Um, there could be no access and technology was used to control those barriers at safe intervals. That's one thing where I would just throw the kitchen sink at that. I've seen sort of, you know, we've had fatalities and lots of near misses in this space. So that would be a great investment of cash. It would cost a lot of money though. um, So it would take a bit of convincing. The other thing I thought of was a little bit more around like metrics. And I was just thinking, geez, wouldn't it be great to just delete all historical remembrance of Triffer. Just no one has ever used it. No one knows what it is and it's gone and it's no longer influencing the safety scene. So that's kind of one thing that I would love to just go back in time and erase it from history. I have a few views around safety. I I am, I guess, caveating my, my views around the fact that this is Tony's, view in Tony's world of, of new view safety. Um, I'm relatively new to the safety world. I'm uh, a HR kind of organizational development type background. So jumping into the safety space over the last few years, I have primarily only learnt about what's could have been defined as new view safety. And some people call it safety too, safety differently you know, HOP, human and organisational performance. And I've sort of dived heavily into this space and it's really, I guess, attracted me to safety where traditionally I've never really been interested in the safety world until I kind of learned a lot more about this. And I think there's a few key things that differentiate what I would call traditional safety versus what I have bucketed into being new view safety. So one of those things that I think traditional safety gets sort of stuck in is the measurement space. So my view is that traditional safety measures what goes wrong and they try to keep that number low or zero. New view safety actually looks at trying to make as many things as possible go right. So how are you learning from successful work and normal work and replicating that as well as focusing on the things that go wrong as well but actually putting in a lot more effort on the 99.9% of the time that it actually goes right I think that's a key a key thing to look at your metrics in terms of what behaviors it's driving the next piece I think is just learning from normal work so I think traditional safety gets really bogged down in learning from error or learning from an incident so we throw the kitchen sink at awfully long audits, investigations that are kind of just lengthy and drive administrative corrective actions, risk assessment spreadsheets that make me feel ill and (laughs) awkward to navigate. So I think if you can dial back some of that traditional safety stuff, you can create space to then learn from normal work using things like learning teams and a more informed work insights approach um, whilst you're out at site too. Gathering some good analytics around that to drive safety improvement, I think is a key thing. A massive one is around systems and process. Traditional safety just heavily prescribes work and activities and puts rules on top of rules. And we believe that that's the right thing to do, to protect people as they're navigating work what ends up happening is you get a huge drift with your system from work as imagined across to how work actually gets done with work as done. I think new view safety takes a, a much leaner approach to system design and actually focuses a lot on sort of decluttering and that less is more, throwing the kitchen sink at critical risk and controls and then getting the rest out of the way traditional safety can kind of get a bit bloated and just throws process over every single activity and it's a bit um, boring and ineffective. The last last piece I think that's key is uh, my view is that traditional safety views humans as a hazard, a liability, and that they are kind of just error-making machines that need to be punished. So... We aim to correct the person because we need to fix the hazard that's being naughty and not doing the right thing and causing us incidents. Lots of disciplinary letters. You just see it repeat and it creates an awful sort of cycle and culture. More procedures, more training and loading people up. Now, my view is that you can kind of flip, flip that. You can kind of separate HRIR processes from your... Um, investigation techniques and, and I have a personal view that you can kind of move away from structured investigation frameworks and actually just use your learning team's approach to kind of once again learn from work. And it's the same process when you're learning about normal work as it is when you're learning from error when there's work occurring as well. So from my perspective, that's like a few things that I think differentiate what safety has done a lot versus what I think we can do. Some of it's not necessarily new, but it's what I'm bucketing into being a really great, modern, innovative, new view approach to getting safety done.
0: Wow, talk about interesting. That definitely clarified some things for me regarding the hype of this new view of safety. I hope that those of you listening in also learn something new. And I hope you like my play on words, obviously. Um, so that was our second bonus episode. Stay tuned for more bonus episodes coming out in the next few weeks. Until then, stay safe.